got another Nick Cage movie, Gary. That's right. Fighting the cold, Andy. (laughs) Fighting the cold. (laughs) Cold. Uh... This is Flip Flops. Welcome back to Flip Flops, the podcast where we dissect the best and worst of cinema. This episode, we look forward to The Retirement Plan, the 2023 action comedy from Tim Brown, starring Nicolas Cage, Jackie Earl Haley, and Ron Perlman, to name just a few stars, if I actually named him correctly, because I screwed (laughs) that one up. In this movie, Ashley, played by Ashley Green, so that's a stretch, and her daughter are caught up in a criminal enterprise as she turns to her estranged father, who is retired in the Caymans, for help. The bad guys are ill-prepared as they come to find out that there's more to the meat CI than Nicholas Cage's Matt or Jim or whatever his name is. Is this comedy worth the watch or should he should it be retired to the ranks of the crap heap? Find out on Flick Flops. Yay, I just screwed up that intro, but I don't care. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, Gary's still <laughs> sick. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into some numbers real quick. Let's do this because there's there are things to discuss. So let's do uh numbers. Uh Rotten Tomatoes, as always, our film aggregator that the world uses and we use also. The critics have this thing sitting at 60, which I think is technically fresh. Fresh. And the audience has it at 46. So that's technically rotten. Rotten. Uh, The budget for this film was a little under $20 million. I don't have the exact number because I could not find the exact number. All I saw was under $20 million. Um. The box office to date was 1.4 million. I think that uh, lands squarely in the flop category. A side note on the uh, the be- the budget or the box office. This film made only 745 thousand dollars in its opening weekend in 1175 theaters. That is Nick Cage's worst opening ever. Well. For a while. Do the math on that, Gary, real quick. I can't do that. That's math. And, you know, I'll do my calculator (laughs) while you're doing it. No, curiosity. Yes. Um, Did anybody even hear about this movie? Because I I knew nothing about it until you said something about it. It came up out of nowhere. Um, You know, to me, that means the studios didn't believe in it anyway. No, there's, I know a little something about this. By the way, for the record, that was $634 per theater theater nice um, which tickets going for what 16 dollars a person that's not a whole lot uh i read something about this movie and i think this might have been one of those films that's considered maybe a throwaway or a lost type film the guy the company that's producing this film or the whatever the production company they have a deal with the cayman islands <laughs> and the guy has to produce films in uh, shoot films in the cayman islands or something like that. So, uh, it certainly explain a lot. <laughs> it explains some of it. Uh, it could have been any island, but they made sure they mentioned the Caymans a couple of times in there, which is fine. Uh, the writer you mentioned, writer, uh, writer and director Tim Brown, who was yeah. who did both. He wrote and directed this film. Again, one of these guys. He does have some stuff to his background, but nothing that we would really know. Uh, most of his stuff is is rotten, completely rotten. Uh, I made note of uh, he does have one film sitting at zero on Rotten Tomatoes. And Gary, I endeavor that we please <laughs> watch this film. Uh, it's called Antisocial 2. Oh, 
So we may need to watch the first one so we don't have any lingering, lingering questions. Right. Into- but, uh, I in- I beg of you, please, uh, let's watch Antisocial 2 at some point in time to see if Tim Brown, uh, his uh, career holds up. So he wrote and directed, and I do have one critics uh, that I found that I, 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 I kind of agreed with. So uh, it says, uh, this is by Kath Clark, C-A-T-H, Kath Clark, uh, from The Guardian. And her review is, uh, this is a totally disposable but mostly entertaining action comedy drama with a really stupid plot and a few good laughs. Uh, I think that's spot on because I found, uh, well, let's, let's do our ra- ratings and then we'll d- get into the discussion of uh, why okay. I agree with that. All really. right. So, uh, Gary, I give this thing two Nick cages because I actually really enjoyed this movie. <laughs> ah, go with what your gut says. I hopefully you didn't pick up any of the sound behind me. There's a distraction going on. I, I did not. I don't know if you noticed, but my, my Nick Cage eye is kind of happening there. But <laughs> the bees, Gary. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, you were you waiting for mine? Is that what you're going for? Yeah. I mean, how do I didn't do it? Hold on. Let me do my. I didn't do the actual poos. Hold on. Oh. Okay. Boom. We're we're a little off, but I was I'm ho- I was I kept thinking like, oh, he's not gonna do Nick Cage faces. That that whole spiel's over. <laughs> but I gave it two poos, two Nick Cages because I like Nick Cage movies. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I apologize to those who think I'm an idiot. Yeah, me too. Um, I went with actually two and a half. You're ready to suck, Gary. Two and a half. T- hey, it's merely a half. One of these more. I feel like I'm Andy Samberg doing a Nick Cage impersonation. <laughs> um, yeah. Look, when this movie started, I'm only going to say the first five, 10 minutes, I was like, oh, what have I got myself into? Yes. I, I was dreading it. And I had to go back and look just to make sure because I'm like, I thought this was going to be a comedy. See, because I thought it was an action film. So the comedy threw off. me off. Oh, okay. Because it starts Wait, off. Yeah, well, it starts off super serious seeming but in a very camp like you know in such a bad way like the uh the dramatic music and then the and the acting and i was like this ashley green by the way during the whole opening sequence is some of the worst acting i've seen yeah and i guess it gets more forgiving when you consider that it's a comedy and that the action part of it, it if they take the action part of it serious it's it's not a it's it's a worse movie than I'm saying <laughs> because because yeah, yeah. it's it's played up a lot of I mean, th- the beginning does play out as if it's serious. There's supposed to be real consequences, and we can get to some of we won't talk about so well we will talk a little bit about some stuff because what the heck, um, but um, but that seriousness in the beginning is quickly like you're thrown into the comedy right after that intro, and and that's when. You know, if you're not ready for it, like Andy said, he didn't realize that it was comedy. You're probably pretty shaken at the the first intro of the ridiculous Jackie Earl Haley scenes. That's yeah, I, with uh, them bringing the guy in and all that stuff going on. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I so when Gary suggests films to me, I just go, "Sounds great." 
<laughs> I don't ever look them up to see what I'm in for, especially <laughs> if it's Nick Cage is in it. I don't even care. Yeah. You know, it could be Nick Cage reading the Sunday paper. I'm like, I'm fuck, I'm in. <laughs> so I'm watching this thinking this is an action film when I'm like, oh, this is going to be cool. I mean, I like, you know, uh, Cage does a lot of uh, bad action films and I, I get pulled in pretty good. <laughs> yeah. uh, the same with, and we'll, we will in time though go over the, the Bosworth action films, the Steven Seagal action films. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're all kind of bad, but I, I just, I love them and I, I, I'm sure plenty of people do. I'm not, I don't think I'm alone on this. So I'm watching this thing and then like something funny happens. I'm like, what the hell? Like, I'm not sure what I'm, and I still didn't, I, to you just said it was an action comedy. I didn't even put that. I just figured it was just. Oh, Cage you just thought it was Cage. Nick, Nick Cage weird stuff. Yeah. A fuzzy thing floating in front of me. Um, I, I like seeing Jackie Earl Haley in there um, because uh, he's always going to be uh, bad news bears and or Rorschach to me. <laughs> so <clears throat> right. I like I like that. Uh the so a couple of things I just didn't care for. We can talk about things we liked. Again, the film isn't uh it's not great. The the plot is not gonna keep you riveted to it. It's a little predictable when it's you're convoluted. watching it. It's convoluted. There's a lot of like who got who has what and now what who's got that now? Who this person's doing what for who and like <laughs> And and wildly unbelievable. Oh yeah, uh, that that uh, this aging Nick Cage with this horrible uh, wig on can <laughs> dispose of so many giant stereotypical straight out of casting call henchmen. It's from a foreign country, and I'm giant, and I will beat you up. And I'm like, okay, God damn. <laughs> it's wildly unimaginative in the casting department. Yeah, and and. Yeah. This this speaks to that in the sense of the fact that in the film you hear about this this Hector. It's gonna oh man, Hector's pissed. Hector's mad. And Hector is a woman because why not? Right. Because <laughs> in the world of high crime and crime bosses, that's what you think of is a you know you, you try to do a little uh switcheroo on us there with a girl. Right. <laughs> I just didn't buy I thought I thought Jackie Earl Haley was meaner looking than Hector. Yeah. And I truly thought Ron Perlman should have been the crime boss. Well, they kind of made it seem like that in the very beginning for a few seconds. Yeah, but everybody's bossing him around. I'm like, that guy's so big. He would just tell you to shut the fuck up and punch you in the face. And, like, and of all things, they named him Bobo in the movie. <laughs> so Bobo, Bobo. That that was, uh, and I liked Ron Perlman in the movie. I thought he's he's he actually is he's he's a really good actor. Look, I gotta film. say, one of these—he's one of those guys where, um, don't pay attention to social media because if you—he's one of those guys just mouths off about everything, and you're like, please just shut up and make right. me. I want to like you, but you're making it yeah. hard. Yeah, and so when I see him in movies, I'm I'm a little distasteful, but um, I have to admit he's really good in this, and and he plays—he just plays the part really well. He um, does. Uh, there's a lot of good acting in it. Um, not so much that Ashley, like I mentioned, Do you do not well so much good acting. Go, go for it. Well, not so much some of the other characters, and then you, of course, you got Nick Cage, but some of the other actors around here. Now, the Jackie Earl Haley acting in it is clearly meant to be comedic and over the top, right? Because um, he's better than it. Because I went back and watched like some Rorschach clips of him, and I was like. Yeah, he's clearly a better actor than this. Yeah, it, it is. It is clearly 
and I kind of feel bad for you not realizing that it was a comedy then to a degree too, because uh, it's with, without that context, you are kind of thrown into this action movie <laughs> that you're like, why are these people this ridiculous? Like, cause there's yeah. so much, there's so much you can't tell for a while if it's just a really bad movie or not like a really bad action movie or not, but it's supposed to be funny. And and you realize that kind of along the way, but um, no like I said, I knew it going in, so I get it. But well, and you forgot to mention in the bad acting in the "What the f is this guy doing in this movie?" category, NBA All Star Rick Fox. Oh, right, right, yeah, that's yeah. I forgot to mention him. Yeah, I don't know. Why? <laughs> and horrible, by the way. Horrible. Like I, I'm guessing maybe he might have been a, an executive producer, or he's got us. He's trying to dip his toe like the Rock into acting. M- maybe, but. And not not good at all. <laughs> I, I mean, I I won't say he was the worst in the film, but just like, why? Yeah. Like, if you're going to have a cameo of somebody that, that just not a, a, a giant NBA all-star, just, yeah. why not just get Shaq? <laughs> if you're going to be ridiculous, get Shaq or get Dennis Rodman. <laughs> oh, my. He might have fit in pretty well in that get movie. worm in there. Um, I will say one thing about the plot, which was very irritating to me. Um, and this is going to be a big bang theory moment where it's like, uh, the nerds in the room, it drove me nuts. that They kept talking about a hard drive and, and not only did they emphasize that it was a hard drive, but yeah. one character mentions a CD and he's like, no, it's a hard drive. No, it's right. not. It's a freaking thumb drive. It's, I, not, dude. it's one of those little and, USB drives, not, not and, a hard drive. Bobo pointed it out more than once. It's <laughs> but it's drive. very, very irritating that they kept doing that through the whole movie. Um, well, the thing is, you never find out necessarily what's on it. No, it's just kind of. So it's almost like the, the briefcase in Pulp Fiction, like what was in it. Right. Yeah. It's just the, the thing they're chasing I, after. It didn't uh, make or break the movie, but I was just like, well, at least I now I always want to know. Yeah. Like, was it, you know, un covering government secrets which apparently it was but you don't know uh the other thing i tried to look up just and i just i didn't dig deep into it was the remember when the there's a point where they're they're throwing a body off the boat and um cage is like this is the cayman trench it's five miles deep oh and i was like can something be five miles deep (laughs) in the caymans um so it says it's got a uh, abrupt the depth of seven thousand six hundred eighty six meters. Now, I live in America, so I don't know what the metric system is. <laughs> I don't know what that translates. I, the, I don't think I love that's... the commitment to cage on. <laughs> God, I love it. I love him so much. God, I just if I could meet Nick Cage, I would probably be in. Uh, so maybe? good to meet you. Shit, I didn't mean to do it like that. Oh gosh, man, I'm sorry. No, I can't stop. I like uh, you in all the A's films and all the C's films and, and all the B's. The B's. A's. Oh god. Yeah, shit. Anyway, that's it. Uh look, if you love Cage, man, watch this movie and just enjoy it. Uh yeah. Like I would say to any of my uh, former lovers, just sit back and enjoy it. It'll be over soon. <laughs> oh, man, we got to leave on that note. <laughs> I'm serious. Ask them. You can, they'll probably tell you that. And we don't need, we can just, we can just move on. Really? It's all right. <laughs>
Uh, we're trying to keep it one time. Trying to keep it somewhat family friendly. Please like, comment, and subscribe if you uh, like what we're doing here, and let us know if you saw the retirement plan, and if so, uh, what did you think? Funny? Not funny? Um, convoluted crap. And also, don't forget, uh, we mentioned in our last episode, we are bringing another podcast on board with the family, the Tummy Twins family. Yeah. Tangent Station with friends of ours, Kevin and Willis. Hopefully, we'll be out with it uh, by the time you see this, but I'm not positive which order Gary's going to release these in, but uh check it out it's a fun podcast it means it's a senseless it has no topic whatsoever but it's fun to listen to and now it'll be fun to watch off the rails comedy that's it all right guys thanks a lot we'll catch you next time aces This has been a Touch of Madness production brought to you by the creative minds at Tommy Twins Media.